Hi, I'm Luminous Star. Welcome to the channel. All of you who are current subscribers, you already know what's coming. Mwah. Thank you so much for your subscription. Thank you for motivating me and inspiring me to keep Luminous Star channel active. Actually, on that note, I want to give a special shout out to my stars who have motivated me and inspired me to keep this channel active. You guys and gals, your inspiration, your motivation from sharing your stories absolutely keeps this channel going. You keep me thriving forward. And by sharing your stories, you also motivate others to thrive forward. So keep sharing your stories. Keep inspiring me to keep this channel active. You are so appreciated. Our channel is growing thanks to you. Our community is growing. And also our star family is growing. So special shout out to my stars. If you are visiting for the first time, welcome to Luminous Star. And why don't you join the star family by scrolling down and selecting the subscription button below and go ahead and become a subscriber. We would love to have you a part of our community and our star family. Welcome to Luminous Star. Today's video is beware of the stronghold of a Spengali narcissist. We're going to be talking about how the Spengali narcissist likes to have dominance and control over others for sinister and very wicked purposes. This is a video that you may receive some information that maybe you've never heard of before or it may shed some light on the narcissistic personality disorder in a way that you haven't seen before so stay tuned for that video please mind the description box below for further details such as the references and resources to today's video i'm luminous star stay tuned for the video and i want to thank you in advance for your time all right so having said all that let's get on with the video
bad for me. And you don't want to do anything that's bad for you, do you? No, I just want to do what's good for me. Why? Because <laughs> it's good. Do you love somebody? Yes. Who? Johnny. You want to stay healthy for Johnny, right? Yeah, I love Johnny. And smoking is bad for your singing, too, isn't it? Very bad. I like to sing. I want you to tell me the most disgusting, filthy thing in the world. Cigarette? I'm going to count now from one to five. When I say five, you'll be awake. One, two, three, four, five. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good girl. Is that all right? They're natural. They're natural. Oh. Oh. Cigarette? Thanks. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
to the channel Luminous Star. Everyone who are current subscribers, mwah, thank you so much for your subscription and of course thank you for motivating me to keep Luminous Star active. Everyone who is joining us for the first time, welcome to the Luminous Star channel. Today's video, beware of the stronghold of a Spengali narcissist. Please mind the description box below for more details to today's video. Don't forget to like and share. Topics of discussion, the dark triad, antisocial personality, and the narcissistic personality, not your typical diagnosis for mental illness. Third topic of discussion, tools, references, and resources for a strong support base. 
The dark triad is a combination of behavior patterns such as narcissism, psychopathy, and Machiavellianism, which is usually all under the guise of antisocial behavior with a certain survival mechanism of unethical amnesia. It is under this guise that one can discover the mastermind Svengali behind the narcissist's false self-image. The Svengali is one who seduces, charms, persuades, and exploits others for a sinister and selfish purpose, which often places target prey in a sunken place. One of the main reasons why a Svengali narcissist are able to continue to obtain source supply from multiple target prey is due to a diabolical cocktail of charm, seduction, superiority, social and emotional manipulation, deception, a strong sense of entitlement with a lethal dose of having a sixth sense of detecting fear in others. Let's move forward. It is these diabolical tactics for source supply that the narcissist repeatedly uses due to having a predatory nature which is loyal to his or her false self-image. Unfortunately, others who are emotionally invested in a dysfunctional relationship with him or her are paying the price psychologically, emotionally, spiritually, financially, and sometimes sexually. Often it can take a long time before one comes out of the sunken place to begin healing and thrive forward past narcissistic abuse. Okay, so now let's look at some of the behavior patterns and characteristics of Svengali narcissists. White-collar criminals, these people tend to commit cyber crimes, embezzlement, identity theft, and labor racketeering. Labor racketeering, okay. Ruthless self-advancement, they tend to cyber bully or commit cyber aggression. Now let's look at some of the characteristics. Control freak a Machiavellian, a demagogue, a conspirator, or a trickster. So these are some of the characteristics of the Svengali narcissist as well as their behavior patterns. Next point, a diagnosis by a mental health care practitioner of psychopathy and narcissistic personality disorder is not a typical diagnosis for mental illness. The DSM-5 revision for what a personality disorder is has changed from a pattern of thinking, emotionality, behaving, to adaptive failure, which reflects a failure to develop effective interpersonal functionality. Next point. Narcissists and those with a closing personality tend to lack the ability to emotionally regulate as well as being chronically dysfunctional in areas of interpersonal skills such as intimacy and empathy. If it were not for their ability to manipulate others, the narcissist would not be successful in obtaining source supply from others. Next point. Once the mask slips off, others are better able to see who the narcissist really is and what he or she truly stands for. The narcissist has secretly vowed not to love anyone anymore for any reason. By choosing to detach from the part of themselves which would enable empathy, narcissists lack the desire and ability to form any meaningful healthy relationships. 
Okay, so now let's look at some of the signs of a stronghold by a Svengali narcissist. Addiction to the narcissist and or dysfunctional relationships with him or her. That's the first sign. Next sign, obsession with narcissists. Next sign, extreme loyalty to narcissists in the face of their dysfunctional behavior. Sign number four, reluctance to explore new relationships with others unless narcissist approves. Signs of depression. Next sign, mismanaged and misplaced anger. Anxiety, repeatedly pursuing the narcissist for validation and closure. Excessive amounts of flashbacks and nightmares about the narcissist. Last sign, denial about the poor quality of the relationship with the narcissist. Again, these are all signs of a stronghold by a Spengali narcissist. First tool, release the toxic energy from the dysfunctional relationship with a narcissist. Next tool, remember that the blame game is one that narcissists love to play. He or she will not seem to recall the abuse that took place the same way you may remember. Last tool, make sure that your support base consists of people, places, and things which encourage you to practice self-preservation, emotional discipline, personal boundaries, and assertion. Once you start practicing self-preservation, personal boundaries, emotional discipline, and assertion, it's a game changer. The narcissist cannot tap into your energy field very often, and usually they won't try. Once they see that you are practicing these four things here, they're not gonna really even bother to try to tap into your energy field. They'll usually go elsewhere for source supply. So make sure that your support base consists of people, places, and things which encourages you to practice self-preservation, emotional discipline, personal boundaries, and assertion. All right, so let's recap on that second tool. Remember that the blame game is one that narcissists love to play. Absolutely. And they usually have something called selective amnesia. So they're not going to quite remember what happened in the past that may have caused you some trauma or some sort of other grievances. The narcissist and the coaching personality, they don't like to take responsibility for much of anything. So don't be surprised if they play the blaming game and try not to play it with them because the only thing that's gonna happen is that you all will be pointing fingers at one another and issues will go unresolved, which may further cause you trauma and other grievances. So try not to fall into that trap of playing the uh, blaming game. Because narcissists, they love to do this one because it keeps them from actually taking any responsibility for what they have done in the dysfunctional relationship to cause others trauma and other grievances. First tool, release the toxic energy from the dysfunctional relationship with narcissists. One of the best ways to release the toxic energy is to first face the fact that there was a dysfunctional relationship. So you have to be able to admit that there is an issue, which is called dysfunctional relationship. Take off the rose-colored glasses. It's tough, but it's a game changer. See the narcissist for who he or she really is. Look at what they really stand for, which is dysfunction. Once you take off the rose-colored glasses, it can help you to start healing and thriving forward. Otherwise, you're just coping. 
coping is not the same as healing. So one of the best ways to release the toxic energy from the dysfunctional relationship with the narcissist is to first take off the rose-colored glasses and to face reality and just accept the fact that the relationship with him or her is very toxic for you and that he or she probably will never change. So don't look for any validation from him or her. And I understand that we all need closure, absolutely. But one of the myths is that we need the cooperation of the narcissist in order to obtain closure. No, we desire it. We don't need it. We can gain closure at any given time. This is one that I learned a few years ago. Helped me out tremendously. Okay, so release the toxic energy. There's several things you can do. This is one of the things that I do to release toxic energy, even now, is I will take a salt bath. Water is one of our elements, like fire, air, and earth, okay? So water, when the, when the body is submerged in water, or when that water hits the body, it does something to us, okay? Which is very good. So this is one excellent way to release toxic energy. And make sure that you're very clear on your intentions. You know, write it down if you need to. Uh, meditate on it while you're taking your shower or your bath using salt, okay? Um, and these things will probably help you to relax a lot. And not only that, you can release toxic energy from the dysfunctional relationship with the narcissist. Now, that's just something that helps. But we will get further into this on the live stream that is coming up on February 22nd. Critical questions. Question number one, what do you find appealing about the narcissist or the course of your personality? Question number two, what are your thoughts on how easy it seems to be for the narcissist to exist and behave as he or she does? Third critical question, how has your emotions and certain thoughts encourage you to remain in this sunken place. Next question. Do you hold the key to how to fulfill your purpose in life or have you chosen to allow the narcissist to possess it? Last question. What is the purpose of the relationship with the narcissist or custody personality? That last question is a highlightable question. I usually ask this question in a lot of videos that I've posted because this is a question that absolutely changed my life. When I answered this question, it was a huge game changer and quite an epiphany. Once you answer the question, what is the purpose of the relationship with the narcissist and classic personality? A lot of things will come into clear perspective for you, such as how do you tend to do relationships? How do you tend to problem solve? How do you tend to handle adversity and challenges? I know you may not be, some of you may not be able to see this right now, but answering that question puts those few things and so many more things into clearer perspective. Once you answer that question, more than likely, you will never have to repeat that particular painful scenario again. What is the scenario? Investing in a dysfunctional relationship with a narcissist. Nine times out of 10 chances, you will not have to repeat that scenario once you answer this question. Only you can answer that question, okay? <laughs> You're the only one that can answer it. 
is a very deep personal question. What is the purpose of the relationship with the narcissist or cluster B personality? Once you answer this question, you'll be able to learn particular things, see particular things, and then you will be able to move on to the next chapter of your life instead of being in the sunken place. So again, that's the highlightable question. What is the purpose of the relationship with the narcissist or the cluster B personality? Here are references and resources. Please check these out. I know it's going to take a little bit of time, you know, to check these out, but no worries. We're really going to get into this during the live stream. As you can see, there's a little bit more references and resources than usual. Okay, I usually put out a few references and resources in my videos, but this one I put out just a little bit more. Okay, because we're going to get into this on the live stream, which should be by the time you see this, it will be on the same date that you see this. Now, if you're looking at this video and the live stream has already uh, happened, you can go ahead and pull it up in the video archive and take a look at it. Uh, February 22nd is the live stream. I am Luminous Star, and thank you so much for watching this video. Now, this will be the topic of our live stream, and then we're going to get into some answering questions that you all have sent me. So stay tuned for more videos, and stay tuned for that live stream coming up on February 22nd. Thank you for your time. Hey, <laughs> hi, I'm Luminous Star. Welcome to the channel. Mwah. Thank you guys and gals so much for being with me today. As you can see, I'm just sitting here relaxing at home and just thought I would share a few things with you, such as how a Svengali narcissist can actually function like an energy vampire. You know, sometimes they swoop right on in and they can seduce, okay, and they can charm and they can uh, sweep you right off of your feet. And before you know it, you're hypnotized, you're spellbound, and uh, you may feel quite helpless up under their, their spell.
it smells good. Um, this rose really smells good. Wow. Okay, tool number, number one. one. Don't deny, okay, don't sugarcoat that energy vampires actually exist. Okay, don't don't lie to yourself. Narcissists and cluster personality types, they do that. Don't sit up there and tell yourself that maybe this person didn't mean it. If your gut is telling you that they meant it and that's what their intentions were, okay, go with that. But if possible, simply ask them, okay, was that your intention? Because some people, they do things and they don't realize it and that's, their, that's not their intention, which is to hurt you or harm you, right? So trust your instinct, trust your gut. Don't sugarcoat that energy vampires actually exist. Celebrate your capacity to love. Celebrate that you are a good person, regardless of what a narcissist or a cluster personality type may tell you. You know, they like to tear down the walls. They like to tear down the personal boundaries, okay? So that means your confidence may take a hit. Your self-esteem may take a hit. Celebrate that you are a good person with good characteristics, regardless of what the narcissist may say. Learn to become comfortable with saying no, okay? Saying no can sometimes not only save your sanity, but it can maintain your health and possibly even save your life, okay? You know, release that heavy energy, that toxic energy that we all know usually happens within a narcissistic codependent relationship. Take time out to just breathe, okay? Do breathing exercises. A lot of us are really not minding our breathing. Some of us are not even breathing properly, okay? So take some time out to do breathing exercises, release toxic energy by taking some time out to journal. You have to express what you have experienced, right? Don't hold that stuff inside. Take time out for yourself. You know, when narcissists start to pull shenanigans and when that mask starts to slip off and they're exposed, even the devil knows that the narcissist is full of BS, right? <laughs> so it's high time that you start seeing that. Don't allow yourself to be taken by a Svengali narcissist. which is usually all under the guise of antisocial behavior with a certain survival mechanism of unethical amnesia. It is under this guise that one can discover the mastermind Svengali behind the narcissist's false self-image. The Svengali is one who seduces, charms, persuades, and exploits others for a sinister and selfish purpose which often places targeted prey in a sunken place. One of the main reasons why a Svengali narcissist are able to continue to obtain source supply from multiple targeted prey is due to a diabolical cocktail of charm, seduction, superiority, social and emotional manipulation, deception, a strong sense of entitlement with a lethal dose of having a sixth sense 
of detecting fear in others. Okay, so now let's look at some of the behavior patterns and characteristics of Svengali narcissists. White collar criminals, these people tend to commit cyber crimes, embezzlement, identity theft, and labor racketeering. Labor racketeering, okay. Ruthless self-advancement. They tend to cyber bully or commit cyber aggression. Now let's look at some of the characteristics. Control freak, a Machiavellian, a demagogue, a conspirator, or a trickster. Okay, so now let's look at some of the signs of a stronghold by a Svengali narcissist. Addiction to the narcissist and or dysfunctional relationships with him or her. That's the first sign. Next sign, obsession with narcissists. Next sign, extreme loyalty to narcissists in the face of their dysfunctional behavior. Sign number four, reluctance to explore new relationships with others unless narcissists approves. Signs of depression. Next sign, mismanaged and misplaced anger. Anxiety. Repeatedly pursuing the narcissist for validation and closure. Excessive amounts of flashbacks and nightmares about the narcissist. Last sign. Denial about the poor quality of the relationship with the narcissist. Thank you.